Hey guys, it's your host, Sam Evans, and welcome back to another episode of Lifestyle Redesigned. Okay, so something that I've realized after recording all of these episodes and interviewing so many different types of people is that whenever I talk to people who travel for a living or have traveled in the past or just any involvement with travel, I've noticed that their episodes tend to be the longest and my point is being proven again with this episode as I bring to you Gabby Riveris, who is a 24-year-old full-time traveler and content creator who was born in Colombia. She graduated from FIU with a degree in public relations and advertising, but like as she was growing up, she kind of explains this in the episode that like she didn't really come from a family that traveled often, you know? She was kind of exposed to this travel lifestyle after she graduated school. So she's pretty much known for doing different seasonal jobs as she blew up on TikTok and has created this amazing following that pretty much just loves to travel and wants to hear more about how you can do it affordably, but also in like fun and safe environments as well. She has a passion for art, meditation, the environment, health, and you know, of course, traveling. And she is the owner of a travel company called Happy Seeker that runs tourism retreats in different parts of the world that's focused on happiness and balance. And I'm pretty sure she has a retreat coming up as well um but you'll have to check out her instagram for that because i'm not exactly sure what the dates are anyways throughout this episode we talked all about travel all about how she kind of got started and literally how it changed her life like she never knew that this lifestyle was even possible before and then when she started figuring it out over time she realized how amazing it is and how much of the world there actually is to see And still being young, you know, you kind of have to figure out how to do it on a budget. So that's exactly what she did. You guys might know her from our TikTok, but even if you don't, definitely keep listening because this episode, if there's one thing to take out of it, it's that literally one decision that you make can change your entire life. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Hi, Gabby. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Wait, so where are you right now? So I'm currently living in Panama on islands called Bocas del Toro, which is like mouth of the bull. And I live on the main island that's called Isla Colon. And yeah, it's like these beautiful islands that kind of look like the Maldives. So Uh, it's really nice. (laughs) Sounds like you're living your best life over there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) And where are you? Right now, I'm in Chicago. I moved here in January. And, you know, obviously moving somewhere new is always tough. But like, I've actually started getting used to the city and, and living that city girl life for a little bit. So We'll see how long this lasts. I might be on my next destination soon. Who knows? Yeah, of course. No, I feel the same way. Sometimes it takes a little to get accustomed to like the new random islands I moved to for the month. <laughs> I know, seriously. Yeah, but sometimes I end up staying like way longer because I love it or sometimes I, I leave early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's necessary. Well, for people who, who don't know you, um, why don't you tell about yourself and kind of what you're up to and and who you are, what's your story? Yeah, of course. So um, I'm a, I'm Gabby. I'm 24 years old. I'm a travel content creator um, as of like, like a full-time one, I guess, as of like three months ago. Um, I, hmm, let's see. I, uh, I was born in Colombia. 
I grew up with like a pretty hard childhood. I had like two heart surgeries, a single mother. You know, I like, I want people to realize I didn't have like this really easy upbringing because a lot of people on my TikTok, since I do travel full time, comment like, oh, daddy's money. You know, I just want to like be like, nope, not it. (laughs) Right. Not even close. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I had this uh, crazy childhood that I could get into more later. But in general, um, it just kind of brought me into this lifestyle and mindset that like it's just so important to be positive in life and just make yourself happy and now I'm 24 years old and I'm out here you know traveling and and chasing my dreams of kind of becoming having like a big platform where I can influence people and inspire people to not only travel but live this lifestyle of of happiness and that it is attainable to people so you know it's been a, a long nice journey but I'm I'm here and it's really exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds it. Honestly, after like following you on TikTok for a little bit, I'm like, damn, this girl's kind of just doing it all. Like, I feel like you've done like a little bit of everything. Well, you graduated. When did you graduate? So I graduated in 2020 during COVID um, from Florida International University, which is in Miami. And I, I went there, but I didn't actually go there because... I did study abroad one random summer. It was like my, my first summer. So like after like freshman year and I did study abroad because I had just gone out of like five million. Okay. Like realistically, like seven long um, term relationships. Like it was like one after the other, after the other. Yeah. Like I like, it wasn't like traveling was like a passion or, or a dream of mine. I was just like, I need to get out of here. Like I need to do Right. And I went on like a little um, study abroad thing for like a summer session. And I ended up completely falling in love with just like traveling. It was so surprising to me. Like I always heard of people saying, yeah, traveling is cool. But and of course, I had gone to like Cancun with my family or like little trips there here and there to like resorts. But no, this was like real traveling. Like I had never gone anywhere. Like me and my friends that I just met strangers on my study abroad program would just go out and like adventure in like Rome or Paris or London and with no plan and stay in like hostels or Airbnbs and meet all these random strangers and do all these crazy things we had never done before. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is the coolest life on earth. Just like seeing new cultures all the time. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'm not ready to go home. And like, I had a ticket from like London to home. And instead I went to Thailand and I volunteered with some kids, like teaching them, teaching kids English through a program called IVHQ. And then I literally came home and I had like only like a month left of summer before like fall session. And I'm like, I love traveling. And I just researched a bunch of like how you can travel for free. And I found like World Packers, which is like work exchange. And I left and went to Hawaii for a month and babysat the cutest little girl. And after that, I was like, I got the travel bug that I hear people talk about. And I was like, I could not stop. I literally, I keep going on and on about how I just never stopped. Like I literally, instead of doing, this is like pre-COVID, um, I had met a girl on in Thailand who like became my best friend. She lives in New Jersey. And we were like, why don't we just go live somewhere random instead of like paying rent? Because in Miami, rent is really expensive. And yeah. she was like going to out of, out of state. So if she took classes online, it would have been cheaper for her. We're like, actually, it's like cheaper. Like we're going to save money if we travel right now. So we just found a random Airbnb in Argentina, went and lived there for a um, 
for a semester. And then I kind of just found ways to keep doing that until I graduated. So I went to FIU, but I really don't even have friends from FIU. Many. Right. <laughs> I didn't really do that lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because you like you got your degree, but you also got like that experience of actually going out and doing stuff. And and for me, what I've learned at least is like I've learned more traveling than I did in the classroom. You know what I mean? And like even now. I'm about to graduate in May and I'm like, damn, I'm just doing these online classes just to get that degree. Like, am I really learning? (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Like, it's crazy. And obviously this doesn't go for every single degree, but I had a really broad degree. I did public relations and advertising. And I feel like the way I learn isn't really through, like, I'm not a big textbook girl. Like I've never been, I have like a very creative brain and like I love I'd rather be watching like YouTubers that are like cute and like girly like social media tactics and tricks than like I don't know my 80 year old professor like on a live camp like it's just not interesting to me and I feel like a lot of the things I learned in college um yeah you can you can learn in other places like for free too (laughs) yeah oh my god exactly exactly so you did I've heard of IVHQ only from like an Instagram or like something like that. So I know they're like a volunteer um, like program, but then World Packers, is that like similar to Workaway? Yes. World Packers essentially is the, it does the same thing as Workaway. It's like the middleman between like random organizations or hostels or hotels that want a volunteer to come in and have that like cultural um, exchange and So instead of like having to get a work visa and, you know, applying for all these crazy things or vice versa, like just saving up lots of money, you can do work exchange, which is through Workaway or World Packers. I I like World Packers better for numerous reasons, which I can say, but um, you just go and for example, I worked at a yoga retreat. So I did 25 hours of social media, but some people can do reception or cleaning or bartender or serving really any skill you could probably find on there. And then I got like free food and free accommodation. So it's just a really attainable way for me to travel and, you know, get a lot of cool content specifically now that I'm really trying to be like a full-time traveler and getting lots of content out to inspire people and teach people how to do this. Um, So it's great because then it's like, I'm not paying for rent and I'm not paying for breakfast and lunch. I mean, it saves me like a ton of money. and, And you're also like, a lot more consistent because I've learned from traveling so much that I personally, which people, everyone's different, but I personally love long-term traveling, like staying somewhere for a month and having that routine because I need a routine in my life. Like I'm all about meditating and, and journaling like every single morning and just getting that stuff in. So when I'm somewhere for a month, it's nice. So with world packers or whatever work exchange program you use, you get that consistency as well. And you really get to immerse yourself in like the actual culture a little more than like if you're at a resort for a weekend or a hostel for a few days. So um, yeah, it's really nice. And it's a way of traveling if you can't afford <laughs> everything. Right, right. Exactly. No, I mean, you said a lot of good stuff that like, I feel like I could go off of anything that you said, but <laughs> a couple of things to, to talk about was, um, Oh, now I lost it. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The long-term travel. So when you're talking about long-term travel, I can agree to that to a certain extent, like being somewhere for a long time and like enjoying the culture. But then, I mean, for me, I've, I lived in Colorado for a couple months Mm -hmm. 
And saying goodbye at the end of those few months, I was like, damn, I kind of want to stay. Like, I don't know, like, you know, going somewhere quick, it's a lot harder to meet people, of course. And like, you're kind of just like there, you feel, or at least I felt rushed. And I'm like, I got to do all the touristy things now. And then I'm out of there, you know, as opposed to like, like you said, long-term travel of you can wake up late, you know, you can, you don't need to rush around. You can meet people and and I don't know, but like the goodbyes are so hard for me because I'm like, damn, I met really cool people. And now I'm like off to another place. Yeah, no, exactly. That's so true, because especially traveling, like traveling has such a beautiful backpacker community. And when you meet these people that like anyone who backpacks, in my opinion, is just so different yep. than anyone else or anyone who's just like seen more of the world than stayed in in their one location their whole life. Your mind just like broadens and opens. And a lot of people are more like compassionate and not everyone, obviously. But I just tend to like when I meet travelers, they're just a lot more of like, hey, let's live in the moment, like not go on our phones too much. You're like, I always see like Swiss girls. I don't know why Swiss girls always at restaurants and stuff. They're always playing mm-hmm. cards or Uno, like when they're waiting for their food instead of like going on their phone. Like I need to be more like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I just, I love the type of people that travelers are and they're just like always adventurous and down for anything. So like you said, it's so hard to say goodbye and you met you meet the best people ever but also a good thing is like in the traveler community it ends up being like a lot smaller than you think like I've run into people like two years later in a completely different country like randomly oh wow yeah it's it's a lot smaller so than people think um or like it's really easy like now I have so many traveler friends on my Instagram I see that they're like in this really cool island I'm like oh that's so cool and I like put it for my next list and like I'll go and like either their friends will be there or I'll ask them for their I'll ask them for Rex or I'll just meet up with them or they'll meet up with me um so it's a it's a really cool like community <laughs> yeah yeah it's weird to think about that like there's so many other people out there like ourselves and it's it's also hard to find like unless you're in that mindset of of a traveler it's hard to find people who like understand you know understand you yeah. and and I was talking about this with one of my friends about how like as a traveler you can only explain to someone who's not a traveler like you can only explain your experience to them to a certain extent you know I think you need to experience it for yourself in order to understand what I mean by this feeling of like the travel bug or like an addiction to travel it's like an adrenaline rush like no one would understand that except a traveler it's so true because you say this and like I have obviously some hate comments on TikTok at times and like I'll get the occasional like yeah, it's 15. Like I'll do a TikTok. Like it's $15 to live in this beautiful place. So it'll be like $15 for the dorm bed in a hostel. And people will be like, yeah, the, the part you're not saying is how you're sleeping with like eight other people in a room. And like, you literally have to share a toilet and whatever, something negative. And I'm like, no, yeah, I get it. Like they don't get it, but I'm not saying that sleeping in a room with eight people is why I love traveling. That is just Right, right. <laughs> but to an extent, it just makes the experience so much like different than usual. And like you end up having these crazy stories that like I'll end up having for the rest of my life or just like these yeah. funny things happen or like the girl snoring or randomly like people having sex and you can hear them like, yeah, that's disgusting. But it also just calls for like the funniest like stories I'll ever have and like tell friends and families. And I'm sure that people are like, OK, yeah, I'm, 
that sounds disgusting. Like I'm never traveling, but I'm like, no, it's just so worth it. Like the annoying nights with no air conditioning are worth everything when you're like out meeting the coolest people, like seeing the bluest waters, like just really having this beautiful, like happy lifestyle and quality of life. It's worth it. (laughs) Yeah. And the people who stay in hostels, they know what they're getting into. Like, I mean, I stayed in a hostel for the first time a couple weekends ago. It was in America. So it's obviously different than hostels, you know, outside of the States, but it's like people who live in a hostel, they know, they just know you say hi to someone when they walk in, you know, you, you ask them, Oh, what are you up to today? Let's go get dinner. Like people who stay in hostels are just a different breed. And it's not, it is to an extent like, okay, yeah, you're staying with eight other strangers, you know, sometimes more, sometimes less, depending on the hostel, but sure. That's true. Like you said, like what those people are saying, that's totally true. But those eight strangers have a either most likely done it before or B are in staying in the hostel to get the experience of living with people. Literally an experience. (laughs) Yeah. And also I wanted to say like, this isn't to discourage anyone from doing the hostel life because only like 10% of the time I ever stay in a hostel, it like goes annoyingly or someone's snoring or something like the other 80% or 90%. It's completely fine. And on top of that, hostels have private rooms that are way cheaper than hotels. It'll be like 30 to $40 for a private room just do that and get the hostel experience like to start right right exactly just to start then then you can dive a little into the real hostel world exactly (laughs) but okay so talk about your your social media journey well you said you started a couple months ago in terms of like full-time but have you been doing it for a while like what's kind of like been your journey with that yeah so honestly it's like really weird because when I was little I always wanted to be an actress Um, I grew up like really loving doing musicals like I love singing and performing like I get such a rush and a high from like performing in front of people oh my god like I literally just thinking about that about it now I miss it but I was always just like a really creative person I I remember like in college like specifically I and I remember my like the specific friend too it's so funny I would say to people or my mom like I'm not getting a job I'm not getting a real job I'm, I refuse. And I don't know why the heck I thought I could just say this, but I said it. And my friends would be like, okay, how? I was like, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. Like I promise. And I was always a creative person and like TikTok was starting. And I obviously YouTube was always a thing. And I like tried the YouTube lifestyle, but I realized like, I'm not only did I just like not have that much time. Like I tried editing a YouTube video once and it took me like nine hours. I'm like, how am I supposed to do like right like I just don't even know (laughs) and then my computer would like crash on me I was like I don't have the equipment I don't have the patience I can't but I really like felt like I had like a really nice message to save the world I've always felt like a really like inspiring person like I don't know for the past like five years I've been like reading all these self-care books meditating all this stuff like my friends always know to come to me for like any like relationship advice, any like they want to quit their job or they're not happy. So I always knew I was just like the type of person that was like here to give. I tried the whole psychology in college. I was like, oh my God, too much science. Can't do it. But like, I, I still think I would be a, a great, at least therapist, but it's too much for me. Anyway. <laughs> right. so I was like, I need, I need to share like everything in my traveling and just 
all this stuff. Like I wanted to share a message. And when TikTok started, I was like, TikTok is so easy. Videos are literally, they could only be 60 seconds at the time. And I still never make videos over 60 seconds. And they're not professional. You shoot them on your phone, you edit them on your phone and you post them. And I was like, okay, amazing. So I tried a couple of different things on TikTok. Like I did this one thing where I was like, for a month, I was going to do a fear every day. So it was called 50 fears, the TikTok. And I would just like every single day do something that scared me. So like one day I went to the mall in my prom dress because that's really embarrassing in my hometown that everyone goes to. And I was like, that's fear of embarrassment. And then like, I did like zip lining. I'm like scared of heights. So like I did that. And, and then I was like, okay, this is getting like a little too expensive and time consuming because it's like every day, but I did get it up to like 60,000 followers and literally like three days, which is crazy. It's like, they just all blew up. But I was like, this isn't like my passion. This was me like saying, Hmm, this would probably go viral. And it did. And then I had like a little small business and on, I did like personalized apparel. So like I did like water bottles with people's names on it and these like cute things. And I made a TikTok for it and I made it go viral. And then I was like, okay. And then I kind of just like stopped with it because it was it wasn't like a passion thing. It was just like, "Mm, let's do it because it's COVID. and I want to make some money. And then I was like, okay, I'm actually like very good at TikTok. And just from like using it for like my own self to try and make money. I was like, I I feel like I've learned a lot, like authentically, like not even from like watching YouTube videos about like actual algorithm stuff. No, just like from using it and from like being a part of like when it started because TikTok is so new. And I started when I started traveling for myself, I was like, well, this is obviously cool. So I did like a day in the life and then that went viral. And then I just started posting like me traveling, me living in surf towns, me like going out with friends, meeting hostel people, how I like spend the days with like people from all around the world. And and obviously people found it super interesting. And I started getting lots of comments and, and recognition and I, and like people would be like, oh my God, I want to have your lifestyle or a lot of like, can I meet you? Like, can I literally travel to Mexico and just like meet you and be like, see what you're doing. But like, then I have a friend there and like, all this stuff. And it was like a little overwhelming because I don't have time to answer like 300 people on Instagram. I, or like just be people saying like, can you give me tips? I really want to start traveling. You're so inspiring. But I was like, I honestly can't answer all of you. Um, so I, you know, I started getting more inspired myself to post more on TikTok and teach people and just make people like realize that traveling is just so attainable and, you know, just being myself and as authentic as possible and just, keeping um motivated like I've I've just been posting lots of TikToks and it's been going well (laughs) yeah yeah no that sounds awesome honestly TikTok is I think it's even still at its start you know like by a year or two from now it's like it's going to become oversaturated and there's going to be so much more to TikTok that like we can't even imagine now but like you said you starting from the jump and just like putting out whatever you wanted like you didn't not that you didn't care but you were just kind of like this is what I'm doing now so I'm gonna post it see what happens and then it like it wasn't your thing anymore then you kind of just like kept it going and now with this whole traveling thing especially after COVID like travel is an amazing thing to promote and like talk about because so many people are like okay well COVID hit and I couldn't travel so now I need to travel. Like, where do I go? What do I do? How do I afford it? Yeah. Like having like a, a travel Instagram myself, that's like one of the biggest questions, even just from friends or like coworkers or people who like 
say I meet at a hostel, they'll be like, oh my God, like you travel all the time. How do you afford this? And for me, like I'm in this, I did the whole like work exchange thing um, for a little bit, but then I had to go back to school and then I had to go stay with my parents for a little bit and whatever. I was just like doing my own thing and couldn't travel as much. But the, the main question was like, how do you afford it? And I'm like, at this point, I just hustle, like I work my ass off and then I, I get to it, you know, like there is so many ways and like you, you promote, you know, going from place to place. And yeah, like there's so many different ways that you can afford it. No one's here saying that it's not going to cost you money to travel. Yeah. <laughs> you need to buy a flight. You know what I mean? Like you need to buy a flight. You need to have a place to stay. But you can find those things provided for you if you do the research. Like a lot of people are like, well, the only thing I'm seeing is like $200 a night hotels. I'm like, well, did you look into hostels? Did you look into work exchange? Like it takes a lot more work than just being like, how do I stay in Mexico for a month? Like, you know, exactly. I have. So, okay. I have two things to say about that. Cause about the COVID thing, because I think that like the travel, I'm not like completely sure. Cause I don't know statistically, but in my opinion, I'm pretty sure the travel like industry's gonna blow up. Oh yeah. Because I just feel like during COVID, a lot of people had like these breakthroughs and like recognitions in their life that like they weren't happy with their life. And also they had a lot of time on screens because like obviously we were home all day and they got to see like a lot of different lifestyles and ways of life and like people who are living these different lives and they're like wait I'm not happy with my life maybe I should change it and then I think that like really inspired a lot of people to do it and then on the second thing like you're saying like that traveling of course it costs something but it's like so much easier than people think and I always like that's I think my biggest comment I get so many comments like people putting it down like I think I got one it was like I hate you crazy travel influencers like all you do is lie about prices right like it's some really weird thing you know I was like I'm well I'm not lying I didn't even respond I just block everyone who like comments something right really stupid that I'm like oh my god I have no time for this but the whole thing is like if you want something you will find a way like I was literally like a 20 year old and I had just done study abroad and then like spend my last like amount of money in Thailand like I had no money and I was like I'm gonna find a way to travel even if it's not right now maybe it's in six months I will find a way because I just realized I loved it so much it was like the first time I'd been happy after like a relationship with like my own self I like fell in love with traveling like replaced everything else and yeah like you said I just went on Google on YouTube on TikTok like anything and I just found ways and like there's like seasonal jobs there's um like work exchange, there's volunteering through like organizations, there's group travel, like EF break. There's, you know, if you, if you want to start doing TikToks, people blow up in literally a month, take it seriously. There's places that will take you, brands that will take you places for free. Like you can make it happen. There's so many different ways that it's crazy. And people still are like, no, it's just like so hard and unattainable. And I'm like, well, you need to believe that it's attainable. Yeah, exactly. It's like kind of manifest it, you know, like exactly. manifesting things. It's like, it's not just you think about it and it's going to happen. It's like, you need to spend every minute of your free time looking up ways to make your, your so-called dream life happen, you know, and, exactly. and the things, the things that you do in your free time, I feel like really define what you want in life and like your, your true passions, because it's like, you're not getting paid for this, you know, you're not getting paid to look up 
places to travel, whatever, but that's just what you want to do. That's where you want your life to go. And for the people who say things like that, it's like, sure. If you sit around and you wait for a brand to come to you saying, Hey, I'll get you a free flight to here, whatever, then sure. It might not be attainable. But if you, like you said, take things seriously, start posting, start reaching out to brands, start reaching out to people, like making connections and, and figuring out a way for yourself. Even like you said, with the last couple dollars that you have, like to stretch that out and make it work, that's, that's the only way it's going to work, you know, then it is easily attainable. Yeah. Like I even remember when I had no money and I had come home and I, and which I said, I ended up doing Hawaii, like a work exchange. Yeah, I have probably, I think, $0 and had, like, a little bit of debt, like, probably, like, $100 on my credit card. Yeah. And I was 20, and I was like, okay, I'll buy, like, the $40 membership. I got the thing to Hawaii, and I was like, well, I don't have money. And, and like, what if I need, like, Uber rides and stuff? And then I literally went there, and I worked the 25 hours, but then I was like, okay, let me look for, like, random little babysitting gigs. Like, everything's possible. You can make it work. Like, if you want something, just go out and get it. <laughs> just, right. Take the, take the action that you need to, to get it, you know, exactly. but how do you, how do you deal with like all these like hate comments? And like, I feel like social media now too has become in the sense, like a comparison trap. I always like to say that it is. And, and it's something that is really hard for a lot of people to kind of like, I don't know, be on it as often as, as we are. Like, I love social media in the sense of like a connection tool, like a networking, you know, like having people find me and be inspired by me and all of that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, if you get too wrapped up in say, you find a bigger travel, travel influencer, and you're like, damn, I don't have that many followers. Like, I'm not doing that. I feel like that it can get really hard, like really easily. Yeah, so definitely. So about like the hate, I fortunately do not get much hate on my personal looks, which I will die because I have like body dysmorphia. And if anyone calls me <laughs> anything <laughs> physical, I think I will die. So I'm really lucky I have it. And do not ever, if you're listening right. to me, do not ever call <laughs> anything about but for everyone who says stuff about like my personality and stuff like that I just don't take it to heart because I know I'm a good person like I truly do I try to do the best like I'm over here trying to inspire people and teach people how to do something that like brought me so much happiness it's like I believe in in myself as a human a lot so when people do comment if they comment like points that definitely makes sense like I I want to hear people like some people will comment like colonizer and you know certain things like that and like that is not what I want to do like and I want to learn how to sustainably and like like do traveling the correct way for like humanity and cultures and everything so I I don't ignore these comments um I try to learn from them a lot of the time but a lot of the time they're just like ridiculously rude or mean just like I can tell this person's just like very negative and there's no really point of like fighting them in the comments a lot of the time I just block them I feel like that's like the number one thing I do um but if, if they have like a fair point like I posted about possibly finding a roommate to go live in Hawaii and like so many people were like um this is so rude like they don't want you here all this stuff so of course like I was so appreciative of all these like Hawaiian natives like commenting like please don't come here right now. Like, it's not the time, like the land is native, et cetera. And like, they taught me a lot and I'm no longer going to Hawaii. Um, and I, and like, that was the learning point for me. So those like, I'll approach correctly. And like, I literally just made a video and I was like, Hey, like, I'm so sorry. I apologize. Like if you guys could actually comment and like, like 
help me like learn more about it. I would love to understand it. And I had like natives comment and do videos back to me and like, tell me why it's not a good idea to travel, whether it's short term or long term. And, you know, I, I learned from the comments. So it was great. But the others, I blocked. <laughs> <laughs> good call. <laughs> yeah. And then you also said um, the comparison stuff. So, yeah, I, I've actually I've been dealing with this like in the past I want to say like last two weeks, because now since I'm really taking it seriously and like I've decided this is what I'm doing, I'm not like over here applying for different jobs. I'm applying for brand deals at this point, not jobs. Um, I've come to this like weird feeling and realization that like, especially at the start of a like influencer or content creator um, career, a lot of the success is like invisible. You don't really see it and neither does like, your family or friends or recognize it. Like, I don't think my family recognizes like how hard I work because they don't know what TikTok is. Oh yeah, Like this little posting like TikToks, like they could care less, but like in reality, like I literally spend hours every single day. Like I, even on Saturdays and Sundays, like I am creating content every single day. I wake up, do emails, like every day is like six hours of me on a computer straight up. So, um, you know, and I, there's a lot of amazing things that have come out of it, like really amazing, cool partnerships that I'm like proud of and all this stuff. But it's, I still think it's like invisible because like, if I tell a friend like, oh, I just got like a really cool partnership with like this brand, I almost feel like it sounds like I'm bragging, but like, if it was a normal job, like, oh, I just got a raise. It'd be like, good for you. So, you know, it's a really weird feeling. And, and then also like a lot of the time I can put in a lot of work and it doesn't come back to me. Like I could spend two hours on a TikTok and then it completely flops. So, you know, I think it's just so important to like stay positive and just like the past 10 TikToks that I've posted this week, I feel like keep flopping. And I'm like, doesn't matter just keep going like you just got to be strong-headed and just like stay determined realize that's like your goal and like just it doesn't matter and and like you said I it's hard not to compare myself but you know it's it's all about reminding myself like don't compare yourself you're all different and like your dreams are beautiful and they will come true like just keep working hard because it's like I have I think like 85,000 followers. And I know some people that started two months ago that are literally doing travel content and they have a hundred by now. And I'm like, I've been working so hard for a year, but it doesn't matter. Like comparison is so ugly and it's just, it's better to just remind yourself, you know, change that script. Like, yeah, if I get a little jealous, like I'll just journal in my, um, in my journal and be like, no, like this is amazing. Like learn from what they're doing. Like this is so good. And like your chances here as well. Like there is abundance for everyone. Yes. Like th- my follow, their followers can follow me as well. Like, cool, let's share them. So it's like, just all about reminding myself and, you know, staying in that positive headspace. Yeah. I think it's important to do that because of the fact that it's so easy to get into the opposite headspace of like, mm-hmm you know, like jealousy, the only person jealousy is hurting is yourself. Like no one else knows that you're jealous of them. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, like you said, it's just like an ugly feeling. Like no one wants to be jealous. No one wants to be insecure. But like you said, your time is going to come. You know what I mean? And I bet you people are looking at your page being like, damn, I wish I was like her. I've been working at this for three years. And, and you know what I mean? So I always like to think about that side too, and how how people might be inspired by me, but yet I'm being down on myself because I'm not like somebody else, you know? And I like what, what else you said, how, um, how like you try to inspire yourself from these people as opposed to being jealous of them and kind of like 
hating them almost, you know, it's so easy to be like, oh my God, she blew up overnight. Like, how could she, like, you know, she didn't work for it at all, blah, blah, blah. But like, instead it's like, damn, you know, she did this and she blew up. I, I want to do that. You know, I want to, I'm inspired by her as opposed to like the negative feelings. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, well she blew up overnight. I could blow up overnight. Like yeah. it's like it happened to me too. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Well, how have you like the whole societal norms thing and with a job, I felt that too. Like when you said that, I'm like, exactly. You know, you tell people, oh yeah, you're working with a brand or, you know, you're starting this like travel thing or, or you're going to a new country and it's like, okay, cool. Uh, when are you going to start like your real life? Like, when are you going to start like your real job? Or, you know, is that stable? Everything you probably heard it too. Like everything in the book as travelers, as I don't even want to say travel influencers, but just like people who are inspiring others on social media and stuff. Like when you hear all of these comments, especially from people, you know, at least for me, I'm like, damn, like, do I really need to get a real job? Like, can I not do this? You know, it's very, it kind of sucks to have that, like, there was like that backlash, you know, of something that you're passionate about. Cause if you did tell them that you got a job in tech, you told them you got a job as an accountant or a whatever it is in the real world, it's like, oh my God, so proud of you. But yet here we are doing things that we feel like people should be proud of us for, but it's just this like, this weird stigma towards it. Yes. Oh my God. I I love how you said we feel like people should be proud of us. And it just does, because I feel that on like every single level. Cause like, of course it's this whole industry is such a new industry. And so, especially for like millennials and older, um, you know, a lot of the times they'd like, they don't get it. They just don't like, honestly, like, especially like grandparents or something like someone like their yeah. 80s, they don't get it. Um, and they probably won't ever get it to be honest. I mean, you can explain it to them, but you know, they're not going to get the whole gist of it to be honest. And, and it's, and it's weird because it comes to a point where it like, it all comes back to the same point. You got to like realize you're your biggest cheerleader because like I said, it's a lot of it is like invisible success that you just have to like be so proud of yourself for like how you said, I'm like, I'm going to three countries this summer. If I say that to my family, they're not going to be like, congratulations. Like you're doing them. Like, they're just going to be like, oh, I wish I was doing that. But in reality, like, Hey, it actually took me like insane amount of emails. Like, like, I don't know, probably 80 hours of work to be able to like make these dreams of like my European summer happen. So it's hard. You just have to be proud of yourself, to be honest. <laughs> you know, a lot of that, that like thing that I guess outer word um, acceptance that like you or me more and like a wanting, I feel like it's just not going to give it to me. And that's OK. And I have to realize that and just like be super happy for myself. And it's it's fine. It's exciting. It just it's a lot of reminding like, hey, Gabby, you're doing freaking yep. awesome. Like you deserve <laughs> that's happening. Right. It's like the same thing like we were just saying about the comparison and and the jealousy stuff. It's like you, reminding yourself of all of this, you know, like you're doing great. You're you're where you're supposed to be like right now is where you're supposed to be. And and where you're going to be in the summer, that's where you're supposed to be, too. Even if someone is ahead of you, then it's like you've gotten to that point. Like you said, you've put in all this work, you've put in all this effort and, 
and money and time and, and everything that goes into all of this stuff. It's like, you have the right to be proud of yourself. Yeah, of course. And I feel like it's a lot of it, since I said, it's like really new to people, this whole like lifestyle being a job and like actually being able to like create success. So just like any like idea or theory that's new, you know, it takes a few years for people to accept it more, but like the, the more time passes, the more people like it, oh my God, the more people start to accept it. Yes, 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 <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, the last thing I wanted to talk about was how you're starting this, or you started this Happy Seeker experience. Um, I don't know much about it, but I know that it's like a, a group travel type of thing. Right? Yeah. So actually it's so crazy because I forget, I forget that I do certain things, <laughs> but yeah, that's like my, the biggest, my, okay. My biggest source of income at the moment, obviously. And it's pretty much like it, it came about so naturally that it's almost the fact that I forget that this is like actually what I am stand for and like my literal brand. But last year, like when I started blowing up on TikTok, like I said, in the beginning of the episode, I had so many girls and people just reach out and be like, Hey, can I come meet you? Like, I I'm really scared to travel, but like, I just don't want to do it alone. But like, if you're there, like I'll come meet you. Um, or can I like travel with you in the future, et cetera. And I was like, like, obviously literally come like I'm here for the months. But then I was like, um, okay, I'm going to rent like an Airbnb. And since I was there, I could like look at the houses and like negotiate prices. Um, and you know, I got in this like crazy mindset and I don't freaking know how this idea came upon me. Like I actually have no idea because this was never like a thing. Like since I was a little girl, no, I was literally just living my best life in Mexico. And I was like, um, I only had like 8,000 followers on TikTok. I was like, um, what if I do like a retreat? I, like, I literally do not know why I right. thought this would work. <laughs> and I think like a lot of it was like my tarot cards. I'm a tarot reader. <laughs> they just led me to it. Like, I'd be like, should I trust this house? Like, what if I like give her the $2,000 deposit? And she literally never answers me again. Cause it's not through Airbnb. Cause I was negotiating the cards were like, trust it. I'm like, all right. All right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I put on my social media, like, uh, okay, I rented a house, like who wants to come? And I'll do like 10 days of like the best activities in this surf town because I had lived there for like four months. So I felt like it was home by then. Like I knew the best restaurants, best beaches, like coolest excursions. I really knew everything about the town. I had friends, I had a family there. Like I had such a beautiful backpacker community there. Like I still think back to every single person I met there. It's so crazy. But um, so yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to do this. And obviously it's so scary. Like I could have had zero people actually come like a hundred people could tell me they're interested, but like legitimately no one's actually interested to pay the amount of money. Like you really never know. Um, so I, I just like said, okay, let me do it. And I did it. And it was pretty hard to get every, I think it was like 10 or 12 people, 12 people. It was hard. Like literally, I think a week before I was like, messaging girls from my high school like hey I have this house in a surf town like would you want to come like you can come for 300 instead of 550 like I was like trying to get anyone to come at that point um and like my the high school girls are like oh no thank you <laughs> <That's ridiculous>. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right. like traveling to a random Mexico surf town they're like uh you yeah, know um and I don't know like I think back to it and it all happened so quickly and like magically but like it filled up you know, the people came and it went amazing. And it was so crazy because it was like 
truthfully unorganized. Like, I mean, I was running a retreat and I was like this like 23 year old, 22 year old girl, like who am I to run a retreat? I, it was the first time I had only traveled like in that town for like four months. And I mean, now I think back to it and I'm like the amount of things that could have gone wrong. Like I didn't make anyone sign forms. Someone could have gotten COVID. Um, like they could have made been like, okay, you need to pay for like the next two weeks of me. I like, I didn't know I was going to get COVID or like, you know, someone like something bad happening, like someone falling, like you're, you're living, you're being adventurous. Anything could happen. And like, I was like, honestly, like, I really believe the universe just like really helped me because there was no drama, like no fights. Everyone got along so beautifully. It went just like, like I have goosebumps. It went so well. Like two of the girls that went like literally live together now. Um, two of the girls that went last year are coming back this year, even though the price is literally $200 more expensive. Like people clearly see the value. Like I have so many people so excited. And, um, so yeah, it started like that just from kind of this random thing, like TikTok strangers came, it went really freaking well. And then I've had people messaging me like forever. It's been a year now. And they're like, are you ever doing it again? And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it again, of course. And I didn't make money the first time, but like the amount of work I put in it was insane. And I was like, I'm going to make money this time. And I got a house. I was like, I'll do two sessions instead of one, because I know like a lot more people want to come. And I put up this, the applications. And I think like in total, probably around 30 people can go for both sessions. Like, so like 15, 15. And oh my God, I got like 400 applications and I was like, whoa, like I can make a full on company. Like I, I am, it is, <laughs> it's here. I've made yeah. it. So it's really crazy because it happened just kind of like really quickly. So, you know, it's happening in May though. And then again in January, but like, I haven't come out with the January one yet. I don't even know the location, maybe the in the Island I'm living in now, I haven't found the house, nothing, but I know that January would be a good time. But so the one happening in May right now is a month. And, but it's 10 day sessions and there's two sessions. And I had like so many people reach out with like paragraphs about how they, it would change their life if they went. So it was like, I feel so bad saying no to people. So like the second one, for example, I had to rent another house. So I have like two mansions now for the second one. It's crazy. I'm like running this huge company. Um, and it's just me. Like, I do not have one worker helping me. That's why I work so much every single day, just like going through emails, like making all these itineraries and things. Um, but yeah, I guess I just kind of like followed my intuition and like the universe and it I'm not even kidding like it pretty much it just came to me <laughs> the idea yeah. like I never, never thought this is what I would be doing but it is and it's it's quite crazy because like I can make a full-on company out of this for the next few years if I wanted I know because there's just so many people that want to come and so many locations that I could do this with and you know there's just so much creativity that I and and fun that I could have with this so it's definitely exciting and I'm excited to see like how much bigger it gets and you know just the different like energies of the different groups that are coming I'm just excited to have like all these new best friends and all and meet all these new people so you know it's pretty great <laughs> yeah it sounds amazing and it sounds like everything just kind of worked out in your favor <laughs> and also as it should have you know <laughs> definitely I'm very lucky yeah like you probably didn't expect this you know and like you said getting 400 applicants like obviously that's overwhelming but at the same time I would be so excited because you're like damn okay you could you can only pick like say 30 people for this round or this retreat 
the next one, next 30 people. And now you could have like seven, eight, nine, 10 retreats and still, you know, have different people every time. Literally. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, where can people find you? What are your socials? I know you're big on TikTok and do you do a lot on Instagram too? Is it like a mix of both? So my favorite platform is TikTok because it's just so authentic to me. Like, like I said, I don't love editing and like doing these crazy things. So um, TikTok's my number one. That's called Happy Seeker, just Happy Seeker. It's like um, my brand name. And then lately, just because I've been taking social media more seriously, I'm taking Instagram more seriously. So I have been posting on there a lot of tips about traveling, affordable destinations for people to go um, and like very cool pictures of everything I've been doing. So that's Gabby Rivero's. G-A-B-I-I-R-I-V-E-R-O-S-S. <laughs> so two I's, two S's. And then I'm going to come out with a YouTube channel. I don't know when, maybe in the next six months. I, I have a lot of work on my hands right now, but I do want to do some form of like longer type of content just because I feel like I could talk for hours on like any topic of travel. So I want to like really show people a little bit more than my 60 second video. So I'll be doing that in a bit. So definitely tune in for that or watch out for it. Um, but yeah, those are, that's it. <laughs> so exciting. So exciting. Well, I can't wait to hear about how this retreat goes and, and I know it'll go well for you. Like, you know, you, you got all these people in and you seem like you have a very strong audience and following and like, you know, people, it's weird. Like you get those hate comments and those are the ones that you focus on, but the love is always there. You know, I've had maybe like two or three TikToks blow up mm -hmm. and it's like out of those three, I'm like, damn, like people actually, you know, love this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, to wrap it up, it's nice. Cause like, even when something doesn't blow up, like you have to realize that maybe you just inspired one person, but like inspiring one person sounds little, but you literally could have inspired someone to quit their job and go live in a new country and like literally find their happiness. Like even if the TikTok flopped, right. it doesn't matter. Like you did something there. You literally might've changed someone's life. So no matter what, <laughs> it's always good. <laughs> exactly. It's like the small wins you have to celebrate too. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. I love this conversation. I could talk about travel forever. Like <laughs> I could keep going, honestly, but <laughs> it's been awesome. And yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad I got to be on here. I really had a great time and I can't wait for people to listen. So do you guys see what I mean now? Like me and Gabby honestly could have talked for like 30 more minutes, even like an hour longer, just because we shared so many of the same experiences. And, and like we were saying throughout the episode, like anybody who is solo traveled or female travelers or, or anybody that's kind of experienced the same things, it's like you just connect with other travelers on such a different level. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got a lot out of it. And maybe you were inspired by Gabby and, and her story and and how she was motivated to get to the point that she's at now. So if you guys have absolutely any questions, like feel free to reach out to Gabby or you guys can reach out to me. I would love to know what you guys thought of this episode. My Instagram is at Sam Evans Travel and the podcast Instagram is at Lifestyle Redesign Podcast. And that's where you will find all the updates on the newest episodes coming out. You guys can also email me at Sam Evans Travel at gmail.com. I'm honestly open to anything. So do not be afraid to reach out. Anyways, I really do appreciate 
appreciate all of you guys support and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week for the next episode. Thank you.